With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern, or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling one 646 716 5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows LIVE show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us for our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. My name is Hi C. I am the host of Revolution on the second Sundays of each month, as well as co-host of the Amethyst Oracle on the second Tuesdays of each month. And I will be joined shortly by my co-host for the Amethyst Oracle, Charlie Harrington, and we will be offering dual readings. Uh, uh, for, well, duo readings, I should say, not duo, my goodness, we're not going to be fighting, uh, readings uh, during the show. Uh, if you would like to get into the queue for a reading, you can either connect in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510 and that will give you your opportunity to get into the queue to receive a reading during the show. Uh, you can always listen to any of the previous shows, um, whether it's this one or any of the shows that we air. Uh, you can find them in the archives on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, just go to blogtalkradio.com uh, slash Firefly Willows Live, and you can listen to all of the shows there. You can also find them on iTunes, uh, where you can listen, download, or subscribe, and then receive them automatically whenever a new show airs. So I would encourage you to check out any of our shows. Uh, that air here. And uh, also remember that if you do get a reading and want to listen back to it, then the archives or iTunes are a great way to be able to go back and listen because a lot of times there can be a lot of information in that reading and you might not be able to catch all of it initially, um, but it does offer the chance to be able to go back. So I believe that my co-host has arrived. Charlie Harrington, are you here? 
Oh my God, I'm talking to you and it's daylight. How is this possible? <laughs> well, I've put up the blackout curtains and everything so that I oh, could be out God. during daylight. You know, I, I know. Uh, <clears throat> I hope you're doing well this fine Sunday. I'm lovely. I've got my, my tea. I just uh, got my deck with me and I'm I'm ready to explore the what may yet be. <laughs> Excellent. Well, why don't, just for people who may not uh, know you from the Amethyst Oracle, uh, maybe you can just introduce yourself, tell us a little <laughs> bit about... choke well, on my tea. They <laughs> love to make a great first impression. Okay. Ladies well, and gentlemen, I, it's one of those live moments where you get oh, to hear geez. what's going down in the moment. It's going to go <laughs> viral. There we go. So, uh, well, my name's Charlie. I've been um, reading tarot since 1996, which makes this my uh, 20th anniversary of reading tarot. Ooh. Woo! Let's see. I, I've i read professionally. Um, I've taught workshops. I do parties. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I just love tarot. I use it predictively. But I also use it to just sort of do that sort of self-exploration. I think that I, 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 I'm a, a tarot generalist, I guess, in that I, I do like to go into all the different areas, all the little different ponds that tarot is available. And I live in the uh, the uh, SF Bay Area, as you can tell by my accent. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and hopefully... Did you see the the Kickstarter that Carrie Paris was doing for the the plates and dishes with tarot images on them? I I saw that. <laughs> so hopefully someone will be gifting that to you this year because you know the 20th anniversary is China. Oh, it's China! There you go. Yes. I'll, I'll so either it. either you should be getting that this year, or perhaps you should be planning a trip to China. That's right. <laughs> and do Tarot there to celebrate. This is my 20th yes. anniversary. I'm doing you know, Tarot on the Great Tarot Wall. doing really well in China. I know that Mary Greer and Jim Wan, uh, Wanless have yeah. both like, traveled to China to teach Tarot, and I just think that's great. So Yes, and Japan, too. Uh, uh-huh. James Wanless, at least. I, I don't know if Mary Greer has gone to Japan, but I know James Wanless has gone to Japan. So it does seem to be quite the the, the burgeoning uh, interest uh, over in that part of the world. Excellent. So today we have our chance to offer readings to anyone and everyone that happens to call in. We Exciting, com- isn't it? Yeah. We do. <laughs> we turn away no one. No. So let us go ahead and go to our first caller, if you would be so kind as to allow me to do so, Mr. Harrington. Oh, let's do it. Let's let's. Fair, no more time on our pleasantries. All right. So we're going to go to our first caller who's calling from area code 323. Are you there, caller in area code 323? Yes. Oh, well, hello, hello and welcome to Hi. the show. What's your name and where Hi. are you calling from? Yvette from California. Well, hello, right. Yvette. Fellow Californian. <laughs> What is it that you would like for us to look at for you today? Um, I really need some assistance finding I'll do work, like um that I want to do something meaningful that pays more than the bills, you know, and that um there's a fair you know, the nice exchange of energy going on between, you know, my new opportunity to come into my life. Uh yeah. 
I've been unemployed technically for about two years, but part of it's by choice. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been doing other things in between, making the ends meet, and now it's getting kind of crunch time. I'm not really in the fear mode completely, but I feel like something's going to happen, but it's almost like at the, I don't know, it's just taking its time. And I've had mm-hmm. some interesting opportunities that um, look incredibly fruitful, but they kind of like just slip through my hands. So what kind of work were you doing previously, and do you know what kind of work you would like to do now? Um, what I was doing is high-end retail, and um, what I think I want to do now, for a variety of reasons, is probably be a nanny, only because I do love kids. Kids love me, and I love to be of service to a family. I like that I could be somewhat flexible if I get the right family. And, um, but it's a lot more, I'm looking for fun. And although I've always had fun what I did, I don't want to be like clocking into a job and be like, oh my God, you know. And I, mean, I do that well, but I think I want, I want to do something different now. And or obviously the holistic arts, but I'm not really moving in that direction completely yet. I think things are lining me up in some ways, but I don't know. What are you guys getting? <laughs> so, so, so I just want to make sure I understood correctly. So, working yeah. with children is something that you would like to do? Yeah, I mean, preferably being a nanny. I mean, that's okay. kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, yeah, and or and or something in the holistic arts. And and what do you mean by um, holistic art? Well, I'm not. I mean, like that's probably in the, a little bit more further in the future, maybe. Um, to I mean, I do. I always I already do massage and stuff like that. So um, something where organically opens up, where I'm able to to go in that arena. I don't know how to really explain it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not formulated yet. Okay, and and, so, and and just one more question: What's the month and day of your birth? Five twenty-six. All right. So I did a reading with the the Ator Tarot. It's, it's very similar to the Rider Waite. And um, so first they did like sort of past, present, future influences, and then a what to do right now card. Um, so the first thing uh, in the past we have the Seven of Cups, which Seven of Cups is a big card for indecision and just feeling like you can't nail down one thing. A lot of times this comes up when it feels like there's so many things we'd like to do. And, you know, when you were talking to High C just now, you mentioned, uh, you know, a couple of different areas of interest. But it looks like just um, for the time that you've been employed, the two uh, two years you mentioned, um, there just has been not, like, one direction that's calling you to move forward. And in the present, we have the Three of Swords, which can be a very challenging card emotionally. Um, so... It looks like, kind of funny, like in, in a job reading, it would be great to have lots of pentacles because those are lots of little little to-do things, a lot of little like worker bee kinds of things. But we got some more emotional cards here. So the three of swords in the present, um, it looks like there's just a, a potential at the moment that you might be feeling a little down about where you're at, about the career search, and um, a little, little depressed, a little uh, feeling like... Um, disheartened and 
um, I have good news for you that isn't going the, the present situation is not going to remain for too much longer. In the future, have you getting the Knight of Cups, which is what's interesting with the Knight of Cups. The Knights are great for career readings because they go out and take risks and do things and they 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 pursue something. So you are on the cusp of um, pursuing a new opportunity, and it is going to be uh, the the Knight of Cups is the romantic type. It's going to be something that is emotionally fulfilling. In the past, you had the Seven of Cups, which is like there was nothing that was really calling to you. Nothing was really speaking to you. <clears throat> but the Knight of Cups in your future deserves sense that like there is something that does come for you that you do take an interest in, in, in and interest in and pursue it. Now, what's interesting, so there, then I, might, I drew one more card, which is what is the thing you can do now for the greatest and highest good? And, of course, what I was really hoping for is some kind of like, okay, just some big, bold move card. But instead you got the star, and the star is the card of hope. And the car, the star is also the card of sort of receiving signs. So your job is um, the, the, the job that you're going to have, that you're going to really enjoy. Um, it's not something that you're going to find in a job, according to my reading, we'll see what Heisey says, uh, like in, in like a, a normal sort of just job search, of, uh, but it's going to be something that's sort of revealed to you. The the, the star is often a card of um, um, the divine has, uh, has our back and helps us out a little bit. And I know that sounds new agey for a job reading, but with the Knight oh, of Cups that. and the star, well, with the Knight of Cups and the star, um, coming together, and there's not, like, this doesn't suggest to me, like, um, you know, like, like a particular occupation I could try and guess, but it would be, that would be me just trying to, like, riff creatively on the cards here, but the Knight of Cups and the Star let me know that, yes, you're feeling a bit, like, your tank is on empty at the moment with that Three of Swords, but the Knight of the Cups and the Star, it's just, like, it, there will be a revelation for you soon, and then it is your job to leap at it. Um, the Kinetic Cups is still a knight, so the action does come from you. You will see an opportunity that does speak to you, and it's going to be your job to just sort of not question it too much beyond your knowing that you're interested in it, um, and just go for it. Don't worry about being a little underqualified. Um, just pursue. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. I mean, at this point, all of my jobs have come through grace. And mm-hmm. um, and some of them, like, again, have been very exciting and, and cool. And then the other, some of those, yeah, at the same time, some other ones have been at the, in the same way and then just kind of, like I said, just kind of, like, petered out or didn't pan out like I really mm-hmm. wanted to. But, I mean, that's how all of them have been coming. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, let's turn this one over to Mr. High C. Oh, okay. <laughs> How are you doing mm-hmm. there, Mr. Um, so um there's a there's a couple of things looking at my cards and hearing what Charlie uh had come up that um one I would say that yes, probably because the star card for me equates to Aquarius, which we're in right now, but just think of Aquarius as February. Um, and so I think that that is probably going to be a month where you are going to start receiving indications or signs as to what direction to consider 
um, or where to start thinking about pursuing things. However, that Knight of Cups uh, coming in there, because it's cups, and like Charlie said, Knight is about taking action, but cups is watery, so there's a sense of it kind of goes in a flow. It's not like real aggressive energy uh, or action. Um, and Knight of Cups um, could point to a water sign. Here, I'm going to just use that for timing based on something else that I have as well. Um, I'm going to say that probably the most likely time for you to be pursuing or engaging um, or, or finding the, the work is going to be in July. Um, that doesn't, but but pay attention to February because that's probably going to be when you start getting indications or, or pointers towards the direction or what that's going to be, so that you can start saying, okay, I see where this is going, I see where I need to be putting my attention. Then you can start thinking about what do I need to do to start preparing myself or learning or studying or you know whatever in order to be ready for that so that I can fully engage that and be able to go after and um and successfully go into that uh as a result now there's a lot of reasons why I'm saying that and using that timing both from the cards that Charlie had plus the um the cards that came up for me as well as some astrological indication so um, your year card right now is the Hanged Man. That'll go through May, and then it'll switch to the Death card afterwards. Don't panic about it being the Death card. <laughs> um, uh, but the, the Hanged Man card often encourages us to have patience, uh, and it says patience will pay off. And there's a sense with the Hangman card that things come to us rather than us being the one that proactively makes it happen or, or creates it. Um, but we have to be receptive, and when it does come, we have to be willing to see it and accept it as it is so that we can then start to work with it or um, move into it in the form that it's presenting itself rather than uh, turning it away because it doesn't look like what we were wanting, expecting, or thinking that it would. Um, and the card that came up and, and I do think that probably initially it's going to be something related to working with children, the nanny realm, et cetera. Um, it may, you may be surprised because one with Charlie's card of the Knight of Cups, it may actually be slightly older children rather than really young children. And two, the card that came up for me looking at working with children in that realm is the hangman card reversed. Now that's the same card as your year card, but it's reversed which to me says it will come after you start to move out of that year card. So after May um, is when it starts to become something that you will see or, th or that you can start taking action on, I should say more. You'll probably see it before then, but you'll be able to start taking action on it. It'd be like somebody saying, oh, we'd be interested in having you do that. However, we're not having a, a nanny start until the summer when the kids get out of school. You know, so it'd be something that you know is coming, but you find out beforehand. Um, and the first card that came up for me was the judgment card. And the judgment card says it's time for you to start becoming more clear as to what you're interested in, what you want to go after, um, so that you can have better discernment to determine what's right and what's not for you, what you need to do in order to 
find, move towards, or be prepared for what it is that you're wanting to do. Um, so, so use this time because the Ace of Wands is reversed after it, which says that we we haven't identified what we really want to do in order to express the passion or the drive uh, or the ambition or even to set the goals for going after it. So first we have to say, this is what I want. Then we have to say, now I can, because then we can feel passionate about, or now we know how to start going about setting goals and things. Um, Another reason why I was saying July is because astrologically with some things going on, um, February is a really nice month. May is probably the most difficult month of the year. Um, From April through June, we have a Mars retrograde, which can slow things down or perhaps doesn't encourage us to be too aggressive in going after things or necessarily not the best time to be initiating things. Uh, We also have a Jupiter retrograde. When that starts to go out, especially towards the end of the summer, things really open up. But um, once we start to move beyond the Mars retrograde, especially after June, then there's a sense of things starting to pick up speed or that we can really start to go after things and be much more successful in what we put our energy towards pursuing and being ambitious about. But the Ace of Wands also, to me, uh, says there's, there's something that, that there's something we need to stimulate within ourselves in order to feel more confident and to know what we really want to go after so we feel more ambitious and motivated to really put our energy there so we know where we're focusing it and what we're focusing on accomplishing. Um, I would look at the cards that came up because the, the reverse hangman card coming up for working with children in some way certainly says this is where we want to put our action and attention. Um, the holistic arts thing is the reverse sun card. That would tell me that there's still more for you to learn or more for you to develop in yourself or a- even more for you to clarify for yourself as to what holistic arts means for you and what areas or aspects of that you want to actually pursue and go after so that you can be more clear to yourself and then to other people as to what it is that you're really looking for or wanting to do in that realm. So it's it's not it's kind of like saying not yet with the reverse sun card. We're still kind of in the shadows. We haven't shed light on what exactly that looks like for ourselves and we need to illuminate ourselves first in order to be able to then illuminate others as to what we're pursuing or what we're interested in in that realm. Um, in the, well, the, the the challenge card here is the hermit card reversed. That says that we don't want to rush out of the cave too soon or too quickly. Um, I would consider the time period you've mentioned of a couple of years that you've kind of been in a cave versus going back out into the world to start working and that kind of thing. It will come. We just don't want to rush it. And I think part of that is preparing yourself so that you're more clear in what it is that you're going after rather than rushing out into the world, not being able to fully or or clearly express yourself to someone as to what you really want to do. And then finding yourself in something that is less than fully satisfying because it's not really what you want, but you didn't really know that or you didn't really express that. So, you know, it's nobody's fault. It's just the sense of, well, I didn't really make myself clear. I wasn't clear. Therefore, I didn't get something that was clearly satisfying for me. <laughs> um, and then the the short term here is the two of swords reversed. Now, for me, that's the next one to three months. 
oftentimes two of swords represents this idea that we have choices in front of us, meaning I have different things that I can choose between in order to, uh, like for what I'm pursuing or different options or that kind of thing. The reversal would say we probably won't have a lot of options or choices in the next couple of months. However, the king of swords comes after that. And so that says, but we are moving towards being much more in control of and having things that we can pursue. But that idea of being in control says you have to know your own mind. You have to be able to communicate yourself very um, clearly and specifically to people so that they understand who you are, what you want to do, what you're looking for, what you're going after, what you have to offer, rather than having it be kind of cloudy and vague. You know, so like when I when I asked what holistic arts meant to you and that kind of thing, there wasn't really a clear sense from you as to what it is that might mean for you. And we need for you to be clarifying that more over the next couple of months, because there will be things coming. But we want you to know what it is you're looking for. So, you know how to recognize those. And we want you to recognize what you might need to do to prepare yourself for the things you would like to do, whether it's learning something new or honing up on skills in something or deepening your knowledge about something you've done before but haven't necessarily gone very deep into, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, yes, I think that Charlie's card is cards are certainly indicating something is coming. I would probably anticipate it will become a reality more in July, but the indications of the direction to go combined with your participation in the process of defining for yourself what direction you want to go is going to start happening in February. And you'll want to um, be ready to start recognizing that and taking advantage of that so you can start honing that down and be really ready to hit the ground running uh, come July. Thank you. Any questions about that? Um, hmm. No, you just said a lot. I'd like to take in. <laughs> and and uh, we like that you're not in fear mode. Um, and hopefully hearing I was impressed that, by that, I have to say. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I think that it's interesting that that, that, that um, the cards coming up say, like, good things are coming, but, you know, there is a waiting period. And, Sometimes when you tell that to a client, they go into like what, they they go into bargaining mode. <laughs> so that's but you seem to take that in stride. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I, and ho- hopefully hearing that timeline doesn't doesn't stir up some of the fear mode versus says, oh, okay, now I know what I need to be doing between now and then, so I can be ready because I know this will be coming. Excellent. I hear you. Thank Excellent. you. You are welcome. I got on today. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Right well, on. Thanks for calling in. Have a wonderful night. You too. All right. So, Charlie, I think that we will take a break. Sure. And I will encourage people, if they would like to get into the queue, to either connect in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510, and that will get you into the queue in order to receive a reading during the show. So uh, go ahead and do that during this break, and when we come back, we will be getting right to you. Stay tuned. 
With your Firefly Willows LIVE host on Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at FireflyWillows.com. for joining us. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to our monthly call-in show on the fourth Sundays of each month, where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. You can do so by connecting in from the show page or calling 646-716-5510. 
My name is Hi C, and I am the host of Revolution on the second Sundays of each month. And this month, I am joined by Charlie Harrington, who is co-host of the Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, on the second Tuesdays of each month. And we are here for your reading pleasure. So feel free to get into the queue. Uh, think about what kind of guidance or question you might need some insight or information around, and we will be happy to look into that for you. It can be about any area or topic, whether it's life path, love and relationships, work, money, career, anything that you want to ask about, we can take a look at. Well, we allow the cards really to look at it. We just pass along what the cards might have to say. So, <laughs> Charlie, Fine shall we? I see. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, shall we move on to our next caller? Indeed. All right. So, we're moving on to, this is a caller from area code 208. Are you there, caller, in area code 208? Well, I'm going to assume that that's me. It is. Hi there. It is you. You have assumed correctly. Okay, well, the universe has conspired with uh, Google to, oh, my gosh, I kept having to go to trash and saying, no, this isn't trash, in order to get the high wow. seat. Like, <laughs> I, should, I should hope not. <laughs> so um, my question is, it's um, quite broad, but I have a home that I inherited, and it's in another state to the west of me over in Washington, and I have a desire to relocate east to Montana. However, the housing market, is it sucks. <laughs> My question is, if the home does not sell, should I keep it or should I attempt to sell it by lowering the price, which that's like shooting yourself in the foot at this moment. But, yeah, that's the question. Should I sell and lower the price and sell it after May or or just hang in there and punt along? Okay. All right. Let me uh, shuffle away, but I think Heisey might have one more question for you. Well, um, so what's the month and day of your birth? Oh, of course. December 21st. All right. Ooh, how, how the year fun was to have a birthday on the, my, the decades are rolling by. I was born in 52. <laughs> well, but how fun to be a, a solstice baby. Um, oh yeah, I always make a joke of it. I I pick the longest night of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so um, when did you put the house on the market? Originally, it went on the market in May of 2014. All right, and it's just, and it's been on the market ever since then. Yes. I took wow. it off temporarily for a very temporary time. I took it off, and then I went, well, come on, you can't sell it if it's not on the market. Okay. Um, and I'm uh, so what is the price range that it, you have it listed at right now? Um, price range right now is, let's see, uh, 180000 price range within that ballpark figure. I originally okay. had listed. I originally listed it, this guy, uh, two hundred and fifty thousand, because of the amount of real estate and how it was developed. It would have easily bought in. Um, would have easily sold for that had it been on the East Coast. But you know, get real. And, <laughs> and, and, it, so. and if you were going to lower it, what would be the lowest that you would lower it to? Oh, 
I really can't go much lower than it is right now. Seriously, mm. um, there's only about $5,000 worth of wiggle room in regards to what it was appraised for and how much I spent to make it so that it's a, a livable situation. If you get what I'm saying, it was uh, pretty deplorable. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, decades go by, we get older, and it, it, the home itself had been purchased by my grandmother. And when she passed away, my uncle inherited it. And right after Grandma died, he got in there and really, you know, did some improvements, put down carpet, this, that, painted a little. Um, But then he became elderly, and there was a leak in the bathroom. The bathroom was upstairs, and so there was all this dry rot. It had to be renovated. And so I ended up finding out that the wiring also needed to be redone. And then there was, well, since you're working on the plumbing, the plumbing had to be redone. It just grew from what I originally thought I needed a new piece of floor covering <laughs> to a total mm-hmm. remodel of the upstairs. So, and yeah, uh, and um, how long are you envisioning that you would continue to keep it on the market before uh, having to make off, it goes off the market in May? Uh, mm. Is when the contract with the person who has it listed at this moment right now. And it's a local, a local broker there in in the area mm-hmm. that you know, that has it. I want to say he's a member of the Good Old Boys Club. You know, he goes out and golfs at the at the golf course and like that. Mm-hmm. So. so okay. Um, so looking at this, I did I did a, what I call a crossroads spread, which is I first find a card that represents you at this time, and um, then I just took I, I take a look at three cards. For each choice, like okay, what will happen if you go down this road? What will happen if you go down this road? And then because that puts us in a binary universe, I also always pull one last card, which is just what is the thing you're not considering, just as a just as a little light an idea. So we'll we'll touch on all of those. But first, um, the card that represents you at this time, like before you make any decision, is the Two of Cups, which is um, interesting. It's a um, for me, the Two of Cups is just desiring to connect with another person, um, and it looks like you're. From the, you know, obviously I can hear a bit in the tone of your voice, but also from this card, it looks like the um, problems you're having selling the home or it taking a strong emotional toll on you, and you're feeling a bit abandoned, um, possibly a little bit. Um, but like I just like like the desire, like just I just need to connect with a person and make this make this work is like it, it's become emotional rather than just a financial thing. Um, so one line of cards is what happens if you just sell? What happens if you just Bite the bullet, go lower, sell, right? And it's interesting, that line of cards is the King of Pentacles, Strength, and the Six of Cups. So the King of Pentacles is the smart business character of the court cards. He often makes the... He, he's a self-made person. He you know the, has he is in command of his resources, and he just makes good business decisions. So the first thing that's telling me is that... All right, and also, you mentioned um because this is a court card it can represent people around you um and when you were describing your uh the realtor you could describe him as a good old boy and um goes golfing and so i think that interesting i wonder if when uh you know i was originally going to interpret this card as you making what's like just a just a, a good business decision rather than an emotional one but it <clears throat> um 
is he urging you? To, um, so if if he was urging you towards make, um, just lowering and selling, it would in, indicate that this might be, represent him. Is that was that his push for um, you? It, no, he himself has mm-hmm. just been well. Whatever you want to do, you're the mm-hmm. seller, and mm-hmm. you know he's he's just been the person that made sure that you know the contracts were made out. I okay. He's crossed. Um, mm-hmm. Just. Uh, Reminiscing about, see, his, um, oh, this is kind of convoluted. His mm-hmm. grandmother his grandmother had sold to my uncle what had been called the rental house. Mm-hmm. And it was across the alley. I no longer have that because my uncle's will said to sell that to mm-hmm. the renter. So, mm-hmm. um, so he has... He has history. That would mm-hmm. be the word. Okay, so it like there's someone with some good business savvy, if you make the decision to sell, to just push even lower and just sell, um, that would be able to help you with that. And that looks like him. Um, the second card is strength, which is the decision to just sell will be something that is going to test your fortitude, your ability to sort of stay strong, and to stay upright um, financially. Um, in the old days, the card was called Forza, and which is like it, it's uh, withstanding the elements, being able to. So, if you chose to just sell, you. I know that when you were describing the question to High C, um, you mentioned, you know, like you don't think you could go any lower, and there was there was a bit of fear just in the voice, and so. But for the strength card to be here. It does sound like if you just made the decision to just sell, you. It, this is not a card of like great success, law, love, um, but you would be able to to withstand that. The last card is interesting. It's the six of cups. Um, there will always, if you make the decision right now to sell financially, you'll be able to take care of that. There will always be a bit of emotional regret because the house had such meaning for you, and there are many fond memories. The Six of Cups often is a card of like nostalgia. Uh, that will always that will come into play. Um, kind of wishing that it could have been, could have been otherwise. So this is not going down this road. You could you you could do it. Um, then the question just is, well, there'll be a little there'll be a little heartache around going down that road. Now the other side, the um, so the, there's a, a line of three cards that represents. No, I'm going to hold on. I'm not going to sell. I, I, I'm not going to go below my price. First card is the Wheel of Fortune. Um, that suggests that if you do that, it, the market as it is right now, it's not going to be conducive uh, to selling the, the Wheel of Fortune. Um, well, so it's okay. Rather than rather than saying that, there, uh, the Wheel of Fortune represents a like. A twist in fate, a twist in 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 luck, the forces, right? Like the the, the I want to make sure I'm not overstepping. Sometimes tarot card readers can we can just go hog wild with something that comes into our mind, and I want to take a take a step back before I make anything dramatic. Um, the the there will be um some some kind of twist of fate, which at first I I would I would be very excited, like oh, you know that's great, the 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 wheel of fortune. If you sell, if you're waiting. That must be great because it represents like the market changing. You're only able to sell, but the uh, the cards that follow it are the Eight of Cups and the Five of Pentacles. So the Eight of Cups is having to turn away from something that you've been pursuing for a long time, and it often is a very 
emotionally sad card about um, abandoning something. So that makes me a little afraid of that. What, what the Wheel of Fortune represents, does something more go wrong with the house? Does something else happen? That Does something else happen in your life that makes it even harder to have held on? And the, the last card, the Five of Pentacles um, is kind of as bad as it can get with a financial question. The Five of Pentacles represents... Um, feeling left out, feeling like you don't have the resources. Um, if you've ever seen tarot cards, or if you're familiar with the tarot cards, Five of Pentacles is uh, two beggars outside of a church in the snow um, and feeling like they can't go inside. And for me, for that card to be in a financial question, in the position, the final position of what do I um, choose not to, to lower the price and sell, that looks pretty challenging. Now, but again... So, we, when okay, phrasing this is explain, mm-hmm. explain that to me, okay? I, I just, I'm, I'm not writing this down. I should take notes. This, mm-hmm. these three cards that you just talked about. Sure, the, the three cards that, that for yeah. um, choosing to wait were the wheel of oh, fortune. Okay. So wait it out. Wait it out was the wheel of fortune. And the, and the, the third card placement where the two beggars are left out. Oh, that's the five of place. pentacles. The five of pentacles. And if you do a um. Google image search for five of pentacles, P-E-N-T-A-C-L-E-S, you'll see that it's a challenging card. So now the other, but the, sometimes when you, when you do a tarot reading as, and you say like, these are my two choices, the problem with that is you're ignoring like a different choice. And so I'm going to run something past you. It's going to sound a little crazy, but. Um, oh no, the, I need that third choice. Okay, there you because... go. So, so, so the, the other card was the, Queen of Pentacles, like the option you're not considering. Now, the Queen of Pentacles is like when people give it like keywords, they talk about as like the homemaker, the like the lady of the house. So the other option is, you. okay, now this is where I have to ask, like, is there a chance that you could live in this home? Because oh, yes, I actually is, did reside. Yeah, I resided there for, oh, man, I resided there for uh, 13 months after the inheritance started mm-hmm. after my uncle passed away, and and it took it took over a year in order to get everything in order and mm-hmm. deal with contractors and 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 I actually resided at that house. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, could because okay, the so waiting for me in my spread, and we'll, we'll talk to Heidi in a second. In my spread, waiting looked very challenging. Like those those are. Eight of Cups, Five of Pentacles, those are very challenging cards. Selling um, looked more successful, uh, like just pushing a bit lower and selling. There was still emotional regret, um, it looked like, on that side. Um, but I just wanted to put out there, so between those two, my advice, looking at this, and of course the final decision is always yours, um, but the, my advice would was like, ugh, I lean towards selling right away. But the other, I just wanted to point out that the other option could you? I know you mentioned yes. You in the past lived in the home, but with the Queen of Pentacles, she she is the person who makes uh, a wonderful, livable situation out of things. She's happy in the home. She is the gardener. She is the the tender of of, of the domicile. And so, could you go back to living in that home as your permanent residence? Well, yes, and that's really funny that you said that because that's the one the one. Uh, Oh, what, what the heart string is mm-hmm. it's a huge garden area there, mm-hmm. and I actually have raised the garden there for the past two seasons. There was one mm-hmm. growing when my uncle passed away that had mm-hmm. been planted by a friend.
friend of his at his direction. He bought the seeds and, you know, this is where you mm. plant the corn there, the beans go here like that. You mm. know, he, he was in control of his, of his uh, desires. Mm. He just wasn't physically able to go out and keep the weeds hold down and like that. But so, yeah, it's a, the garden thing and the mm-hmm. homemaking thing. Yeah, that's it's that's a possibility. So it's interesting but, to me because the Queen of Pentacles and the King of Pentacles both show up in this reading. Now, the the Pentacles is the the suit of material things, and it's all you know. So business card, like the business suit, is sort of this suit. Um, and you got both of them, but so selling would be the more um, of the two. It's more, the more level headed choice, but it sort of lacks the emotions. Like the, the King of Pentacles often has to suppress his emotions and just sort of do what makes sense on paper. The Queen of Pentacles... So the, the que- is the Queen and the King both? They both appeared in the reading. Um, they, so the King appeared in the Choice to Sell card, and that's when I was asking you about your real turf. This could represent him. But the Queen of Pentacles, and if you do a Google image search for Queen of Pentacles, you will see that she is... Um, so where other, the other queens are kind of in these lofty thrones, she's in a garden. She is um, surrounded by growing things, There's a little bunny. Um, and she just likes things to be sweet and nice and simple. So this that, isn't a I windfall financially. Because my grandfather actually used to raise mm-hmm. rabbits there. No, nope, there you go. This one has a bunny. Not everyone, not everyone but does, but in a lot of uh, decks based on the rider weight, there's a bunny. Um, so, uh, so financially, that might not be the, well, I don't know, I didn't, you know, so go down that road. that would be the most costly, but not to sell and to live there. Would to be live the there most, and not sell. That would be the most costly. Yeah. It would be more, more, okay, long run financially, month by month budget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, <laughs> we'd be going to the food bank yeah, like looking and raising the garden. Yeah, that would be the happiest of the three um, for you, but emotionally, but the, the the smarter business sense. In just in the reading that I did, and you know, we should all question whether or not took our dream. Uh, is uh, the, the the King of Pentacles in the, the go ahead and sell? But that's more than enough for me. I see. Did any of that? What I was saying. I don't know. What were your thoughts on where I was? I, especially, I was looking at that Wheel of Fortune as the first card in the um, if you choose not to sell, but it was followed by the eight of cups and the five of pentacles. So for me, that Wheel of Fortune could be like the lucky card, but when it was followed up by those other two kind of downer cards. Well, and I I tend to think of them progressively. And so the wheel card would be in the immediate term, the immediate future, and then we start to see where that goes from there. Um, but what's interesting too is, for me, when I the cards that came up for keeping or holding on to the house longer, um, mm-hmm. the the first card is the Ten of Wands reversed, but then it's followed by the Wheel card reversed. So oh, yeah. that and so the fact that it came up in the first position, kind of that more immediate position for you, but it's reversed in the longer term position for me, says that the longer you hold on to this, the more um, costly it's going to become and with the wheel card i would be concerned that it is unexpected costs so it'd be like suddenly there's a snowstorm that causes the roof to collapse or you know it's it's 
uh, costs of things that are outside of our control, but that we hadn't necessarily right. been able to predict uh, or plan we, for. We have high. We have a fast snowfall, and the creek overruns, and there's nobody there to sandbag, and it floods. Yeah, got it. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so I would be concerned that that may start that that something like that is going to happen the longer that you hold on to it, and really, so is there is it. Is there a financial burden holding on to it until it can sell, or is it just more of the stress, uh, the burden of the stress of having it and trying to deal with getting it sold? Well, it is. is uh, it? There's there's a twofold thing on hanging on to it. Is trying to wrap my mind around just okay, got to let it go and getting everything moved out of there. That has been an emotional thing. What you were saying, um, Charlie was saying about the emotional. You know, you're emotionally tied to this. Um, that's, like, been pointed out 50 times. Yeah, it was the only place in my whole life that I could go, and there was always the loving family there because all my other family were um, gypsies, I guess. <laughs> they moved all the time, nomadic, you know. But that that particular address was always Grandma's house. And then after she passed away, um, I was in my 30s when she passed away, and then it was my uncle's house, and it was always, you know, the, the home. So letting go of that emotional thing of a lifetime of that residence being home has been really hard. But I, you know, I've got my psyche wrapped around it because, you know, Sagittarius, Capricorn people, we can pretty much set our arrows and start climbing for whatever we want to do and that's that that part of it is um i it rings real clear um financially i don't have that much fund in what i call the slush fund uh to be able to continue to pay property taxes homeowners insurance and then your utility bill whether you're using that water or not you're going right. to get a water okay. bill all right. Yeah. So, all right. So, so there, there, there's a twofold burden that needs to be alleviated here. Um, and the first card that came up for me, which I think speaks to something you just said, uh, aiming your arrow, is: uh, it, Are you a cusp? Is that why you said you're Sagittarius Capricorn? Yeah. 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 December 21st um, is on the last day of. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and so the way I always think of cusp is that they tend to represent the the most immature or well-developed aspects of the the sign they're at the end of and the most <laughs> immature or undeveloped aspects of the sign they're at the beginning of. Uh, and so the, and so the Sagittarius part probably tends to override the Capricorn part a lot. Um, well, no, I'll go ahead and aim that, uh, that arrow high and I'll just allow that to override any practical concerns. I know there's practical concerns. I thought about those, but let's just aim that arrow anyway. Um, so the three of swords comes up here and the image in the deck that I'm using actually shows, think of like a target that you would shoot an arrow at and there's, uh, but they're throwing knives at it. And the, it, instead of a bullseye, it's actually a heart that represents the bullseye. So it says it's time for us to get to the heart of this matter, even if that means there is a painful component to it so that we can just start to deal with it, sort through it, work through it, move beyond it. Um, and so the Three of Swords says we may end up feeling a little disappointed uh, or a little heartbroken about the compromise we had to make or, you know, the slightly lower price that we had to take for the house. But that's followed in terms of selling by the Ten of Swords reversed. And that says that selling it will 
almost immediately lift this cloud of stress and worry and anxiety that you are struggling underneath for such a long period of time. Because Ten, Ten of Swords says we're nearing the end of a long-standing period of um, something that has caused stress, anxiety, etc. So we need to alleviate that. And yes, it is followed by the Ace of Cups reversed, which says that we may end up not feeling overly happy or satisfied at not getting what we had hoped for from the house in terms of like selling it. But the the relief that it allows and the ability for us to stop feeling as if we're kind of pinned to the ground under a weight of something we have to worry about allows us to start to get up, brush the dirt off and think about how to move forward rather than to feel trapped or stuck in place. So there's a lot here that supports what Charlie was saying as well. Selling it really seems to be the the more key factor. And the the more we're willing to accept the disappointment in order to make that happen, the quicker you're going to be able to feel as if you can just get on with your life rather than constantly worrying about something and wondering, I would like to do this, but when am I going to be able to do that yeah, kind of thing? Now, I will say, just as a little um, cushion <laughs> for that, um, when I asked, the, the reason I asked for the range that you were looking at is because I wanted to pull cards. And what I do is I pull cards for something like this in $10,000 increments. Um, now, I went low compared to what you had said, just to have a starting point. So I started from 150 and went up to, no, I forget, uh, 220 to 220, 225 ish. Um, and this, what I see here is your, your optimal range is going to be 170 to 200 with likely um, the most, uh, I would say to really focus on, if you're just willing to go slightly lower than the 5,000, think 170 as the lowest. That's that's as low as you want to go. So, okay, yeah, but, and that's a, in reality, that is as low as I could possibly could go. And the, see, when the, in the state of Washington, mm -hmm. the, well, the well, but the, but, the, in, but the but the nice well, thing is. The, the cards are kind of validating and supporting you and saying, we understand what the lowest is you can go. And they're showing us that, and you're not going to have to go lower than that, but you may have to just be willing to list it slightly lower than, than the 180 you have it listed at now in order okay. to pique the interest of someone. Um, and well, there's, there's do, interest. Okay. But due to the fact that the loan housing loan market is just now starting to open up, and I don't know if you're if you even pay attention to real estate, but no one could get a homeowner's loan if they were a first-time homeowner, unless they had perfect credit score. And people with perfect credit scores don't tend to go apply for home loans. They <laughs> they're you know paying rent and living in a city. But uh, yeah, that that totally makes sense. Thank you so much. Uh, sure. And well, and, I'll, and I also pulled cards for months. And I would say that if you do that, the eight of wands came up for February, um, which says that you would probably start to see action on this very quickly 
or movement on this very quickly if you just lower that slightly. So really think about doing that. Wait until next week after Monday to do so. I don't want you to do this under, well, really, Monday is tomorrow. My goodness, what am I saying? Um, but <laughs> Wait one but, day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm asking a lot. Please, just a little patience. Um, but uh, February, I I'm going to go back to what I was saying earlier in terms of a lot of astrological things that are happening. If you can do this and re if you can really start to make this happen in February, I think you'll likely see a lot of very quick movement on it. Um, okay. Once we start getting into March and then through June, we're going to have a lot of things astrologically happening that can throw up a lot of roadblocks and challenges and slow things down and that kind of thing. So I want you to alleviate this stress and burden for yourself as quickly as possible. Um, I don't want you to hold on to this for very long because like, I don't want you to think about maybe I'll take it off the market, hold on to it and then put it back on the market because I think there's going to be unexpected costs that you need to be saddled with by doing that. But you do have to accept either the disappointment or the, 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 the sadness of not getting quite what you wanted out of it. But I think if you can just lower it ever so slightly, you're going to quickly start to see some movement on it. And the quicker we can get this uh, off of your hands, the quicker we can see you start to feel lighter, freer, and able to start thinking about where to go from here in your future rather than to feel tied to the past. Ten four. Good deal. And and um, lots of thanks to you guys. I hope that there's somebody else in the queue asking a very difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. I, I appreciate, I appreciate yeah. the time that you took. And, um, again, uh, Google and uh, Gmail and all of that. Um, yeah, I finally got it so that I get my daily card. <laughs> thanks a lot. Oh, good. Excellent. Thank you very much. And enjoy the rest of the day. Um, all right. So I think we will take a quick break. Um, and I will just remind, I don't know if she's still listening, but I know she was trying to, uh, she said she wasn't writing things down. But for anybody listening, you can always go back into the archives and listen to the show again if there are things that you missed. Um because I know there can be a lot of information in the readings. So, you know, don't hesitate to go back and, and re-listen to something if you get a reading um, so that you can hear all of the information um, that was there. Uh, whether here on Blog Talk you can hear the archive or on iTunes you can also find them there. Um, so I think we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go to someone calling from area code 917. Uh, so be prepared, area code 917, with your question. Um, and we'll also be talking to somebody from 908 after that as well. So if you're calling from area code 917 or 908, um, we will be talking to you shortly, just after this break. Border and into the sea, you and I can both 
With your Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. hosts on Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. joining us for our monthly call-in show. My name is Hi-C, host of Revolution, and I'm joined by my co-host, Charlie Harrington, uh, for the show this month, and he is co-host of the Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist. If you'd like to get a reading, you can get into the queue by connecting in from the show page, or you can call 646-716-5510. So, Charlie, shall we move right along to our next caller? And this is going to be someone who is calling from area code 917. Are you there, area code 917? Hello, gentlemen. Yes, hi. My name is Tina. Hello, hi Tina. There, Tina. Where, are you, where are you calling from today? New Jersey on top of snow. Ooh, oh, my Jersey. goodness. Well, I'm glad you're on top of it and not buried underneath <laughs> it. <Ooh>. My goodness. <laughs> yes, so thank you for having your show today. You're welcome. Well, we... We don't have snow days here in California. <laughs> I don't know whether I sympathize or I just question judgment of anyone that decides to live in those areas. Um, 
it's okay. It's a good, it's it's a nice balance. It's a nice balance. I mean, the snow is almost past our t- the tire in our cars, but this is the first time it snowed. So, <laughs> thank right. you. I would so like to is- ask. Mm-hmm. I would like oh, to no. ask about um my amazing boyfriend Sean and our relationship. Cool. All right. Thank you. Sure. And what what's the day and month of your birth? Eleven twenty seven. All right. Thank you. My uh, mic while I was shuffling there, but um, there's that little awkward pause when, when tarot readers start shuffling away. All right. So, interesting. Okay. Okay, so for you, so I did um, sort of like a, a traditional like relationship spread, which is um, uh, there's a card for each of you, and then a card for like what you can bring you know, into the relationship, um, and what he can bring into the relationship, and also sort of like the outcome of the relationship, like where it's headed at this time. And there's some, some fun and interesting cards in here. So first. Two of them actually came from the last spread um, that we did. The uh, For you, have the Eight of Cups coming up. So it looks like you're committed to this relationship. There's something from a past relationship that's a bit unresolved. It looks like there's something from the past that um, you're, you have had to kind of set aside, that it might still be like working on you um, yeah, emotionally. There's, there's a <clears throat> something that that happened that haven't completely gotten over but you're you're choosing to move forward and with this current relationship before i go any further is there anything that that, that rings a bell about yes. that first card okay yes cool um now for you said his name is sean yes yes so, so for sean we have the five of coins which also came up in the last reading um as sort of what where he's at at the moment the five of coins so He's got some stress going on in his life, and it's it's affecting the relationship a little bit. Um, there is something that he is kind of he's pursuing, not like not within the relationship. I think it's external to the relationship. Something that he's pursuing that is um, it, it, it's it's taking a long time. It's causing him to be a bit um, stressed out, but I don't think he realizes it. But it's affecting the relationship in a strong way. Does that, before I go any further, does that make sense at all? Does that 100%. Drive? Okay, 100%. right on. I just want to make sure, because sometimes as a reader, you know, you go down the, the path and you thought to figure it out. But, um, so, okay. You're too, busy, so, look, you're too busy looking at the sunbeams coming through the window. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, yes. <laughs> so there's, both of you, okay, are committed to this relationship, but there's like external and sometimes past things that mm-hmm. are, Causing challenges for the relationship. So, um, okay. So, the, 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 um, there's a card for each of you that is like, what could you do more to to improve the relationship? It's funny for you. It's the four of wands. So, it's in the context of that first card um, suggesting that there's something in the past that um, the four of wands is all about celebrating, and sometimes it's a card about marriage, um, but. And that's like traditionally one of the, the fortune-telling meanings of that card is kind of a marriage card. So 
it <laughs> it would be helpful for you to let go of some of that stuff from the past and just sort of celebrate Sean for who he is and not compare him to anyone to anyone else. The Four of Wands is all about um just sort of like making these times good. So it would probably I know you're under snow <laughs> but there could be more <laughs> celebrating. There could be a bit more fun in the relationship coming from, from your department. There could be just, just some more lightness, some more just 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 uh just celebrate these good times and get a bottle of champagne. Now, for him, it's interesting, the Four of Coins, the Four of Coins comes up as the card that, like, is what he could do better. Um, <laughs> so the Four of Coins, as a to-do card, so it, it, it kind of, like, hold it together, buddy. Um, the Four of Coins represents um, being strong where you are, holding on to what you've got, and... Um, not trying to make any big moves at this time or, or pushing anything else forward. I think that what he could work on, what, what he could be bringing in more is just, um, just being more present in the relationship, being more it's funny. You both got fours, um, which represent to me that like, so four is all about being solid. You think of like a square, like um, four is when things kind of need some balance. I think it might suggest that both of you have kind of let other things outside of the relationship throw you off kilter, throw you off balance, and that there needs to be a bit more balance. So he needs to, when, um, okay, sometimes the four of coins, I'm just going to throw it out there, a traditional fortune-telling meaning is that um, it's when you need to stop spending money elsewhere or stop investing money in the wrong things. I'm just going to put that out there. That that might be a, a thing for him to think about. But mainly he kind of needs to just be more solidly in the relationship and focus. Now, what I find very interesting, and I'm going to love for High C to, to, to share what his thoughts on this, the card that represents like sort of the relationship as it is now is the devil. <laughs> so that's a strong card. That's, like, that's actually... Um, the one thing about the devil that's really useful for relationships is it's very committed uh, to um, uh, people kind of get really sort of there's the, the, the metaphors chains. People kind of get kind of really tied up in things and caught up in, in things. So where the relationship's headed, um, there is also the devil sometimes represents addiction. Now, I don't mean like drugs, <laughs> but I mean mm-hmm. like addiction to each other. There might be... Um, a bit of dependence on each other in some ways that's not helpful and not healthy. There might be sometimes um, just a, a a sort of using the other person. One person is sort of using the other person as like as their rock all the time. Um, now the devil is great in the bedroom for the relationship, but. Um, as far as like where the relationship is headed at the moment, I don't know that it's interesting because the, the 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 devil can be challenging for relationships. It can also represent some people's like shadow side, their darker their darker side, their kind of any anything that they've bottled up um, from the past, kind of being brought up. And so you might be in arguments where you're thinking like, wait, where is this coming from? Like this has nothing to do with us. It must be something else. Like that could be coming up a little bit. There are some challenges, but um, I do see some strong commitment here and a need for more fun. And I see, what are you getting on this devil as the the central card for the rest of these cards? Like three of which are kind of challenging. Well, for Thank me, you. I would 
um, for me, for the devil card, I would say that the biggest um, detriment that can be going on or can happen for the relationship right now is if you start giving into what you think you're supposed to do or how things are supposed to be, or especially how outside influences um, seem to think that things are supposed to be. So, for example, it could mean, well, we've been together, you know, it'd be like somebody saying to you, wow, you guys have been together, you know, X amount of time. Really, you should be engaged by this point. Or, you know, don't you worry if he hasn't asked you or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, you're not living together. Like, is there something wrong? Why aren't you living together at this point in your relationship? Don't let those kind of things um, influence the relationship nor influence uh, how you make decisions about what to do in the relationship because you'll end up getting the relationship in trouble the more you try to fit it into what you think it's supposed to do or what outside forces convince you is the way it's supposed to be going versus trusting how you think it should be or what's working for you in the relationship the way it is. Um, I, I will say that this is a year where it's time for some changes, so we can't just let things stay stagnant, but don't let those changes I would come back to. Don't let those changes be what you think you're supposed to do or what other people convince you versus uh, setting the changes in motion in the way that you feel is right for you and this relationship rather than what anyone else thinks that you should do or expects to see from this relationship. There, There is a sense that there's, things from the past that continue to weigh on the relationship and whether that's individually for both of you from things from the past that still need to be sorted through uh, or issues that have not been fully resolved in the relationship itself that keep coming up and creating these um, complications or conflicts and that kind of thing. So really think about what still lingers from the past, um, whether individually on your part or in the relationship itself that we need to focus on first in order to bring resolution and healing to so that we can move forward without that getting triggered and coming up over and over again. Um, interestingly, so Charlie, for you, the card that said what can what you can do to help in the relationship was the four of wands. For me, the card that came up representing you for the relationship is the four of wands reversed. Now, that can indicate if I think of those two cards, well, not really the same card, but think of it as upright and reversed coming up for you. One, I would say there may be a sense that you feel a little bit exhausted in that you feel you're putting a lot more into the relationship or participating in the relationship more than you feel you're getting back from Sean. Um, when I say that, how does that feel for you? That's true. I agree. Okay, so the fact that it goes from reversed for me to the upright for Charlie says you need to feel as if you're both in this together, that you're both equally participating in the maintenance and building of this relationship together rather than it being all one person putting in the energy while the other person just kind of coasts and, and goes along for the ride. Um, the card that came up for Sean is the Six of Cups. And here I would say it's almost like Six of Cups says 
this is the eternal child that just wants to play and enjoy. And as long as this is fun and goes along easy and we don't really have to put a lot of work or effort into it, then I'm perfectly happy and content to be here. But that's a little naive um, because the card that comes up for what's going to help the relationship the most at this point is the King of Pentacles, which says we now have to grow up. We now have to Uh start getting a little more serious and mature and be willing to start doing the work that's necessary for a relationship rather than just having fun or playing in a relationship. Um, The fact that it's the king may point more towards Sean needing to do a little growing up and getting a little more mature in the amount of effort he's willing to put into the relationship rather than just taking it for granted allowing you to do it or just saying I'm in this when it's fun um, and otherwise I'm just going to kind of ignore what might need to be done because some of that work would say there's issues we still need to resolve but if we never are willing to put the work into having the conversations and trying to find the resolution it's not going to happen so and you know the the card that comes up in what's what's the biggest challenge or detriment to the relationship right now or hindrance to the relationship is the six of pentacles reversed which says we can no longer keep making compromises at this point the relationship is not a negotiation it says either we're both fully invested in this or we're not it can't be i'll put in 75 percent if you'll put in 25 percent you know, it, it has to be an equal footing and an equal effort and an equal amount of maturity and willingness to work on the relationship. And, and working on a relationship doesn't always mean there's th- that it's problems. It just means that if we're going to have something that lasts over a long period of time, it's not going to be all fun and games. There's going to be work and there's going to be acceptance that, that sometimes it's not overly exciting. And sometimes it is. It can't always be the honeymoon phase. Um, But Six of Pentacles reversed, especially, I think, speaks to you. It says you have to stop compromising what you need in the relationship. You have to stop negotiating and always ending up kind of on the the losing end of the negotiation, if you will, Um, because you end up having to put in more while the other person gets to put in less, but then still gets or expects the same um, return as what you would get. So it's like you put in a hundred thousand dollars, I'll put in twenty thousand dollars. But if we make a million dollars, we both get five hundred thousand dollars. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure why that is exactly why you think that. <laughs> um, you know, so that's that's really the key at this point, and that's where because the, the card for your year is the wheel card. So there's a need to start. Um, setting some changes in motion in order for this relationship to be able to progress and to grow and to move forward. Um, And I know you got very excited when Charlie said the four of wands indicates marriage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, oh man, I should be careful. (laughs) But, but we don't want to say that's, that's what is supposed to happen. That's just where I want to get to no matter what, which would mean I'm willing to compromise anything. I'll negotiate anything away as long as I get a ring on my finger. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that doesn't guarantee you're going to be happy in the relationship for the long term. And I'm not, I wouldn't be overly excited about the prospects for a marriage lasting if, if we're going into it in that way. So don't, don't be in too much of a rush. Just recognize 
these are the things that need to change first and we have to be on equal footing and being put in uh, being willing to put in uh equal effort and and we need to see that in a real way king of pentacles says we need to see a very tangible evidence of the the everyone doing their part everyone following up with action what they say or promise they will do um mm-hmm. And Pentacles is uh, the slowest of the suits. So it says we have to take enough time, have the patience to see that things have changed. People are acting differently. Um, we are being heard as well as we're also listening to what the other person needs. But, you know, we have to see all of that and we need to give it the time to say, and I see it's not just a one-time thing. You know, somebody can say, oh, yeah, I'll change, I'll change. And they do it once differently. And then they go right back to the way that things have been before. King of Pentacles, we have to have that patience to see it. It's it's something that they've actually changed rather than they just did one time in order to alleviate the tension. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right. Um, the thing is, he's getting a divorce and he's been separated for a year. That's what you're saying. So, oh, he wanted yeah, to that's leave, a past it, thing. That's yeah, but that was more of him. You said maybe with the um, addiction and um, you know the money that was coming up there, um, arguing about money. But when we started talking eight months ago, he was um, like ready to move fast. Like oh god, as soon as I cleared this up, we're good. I wanted to move in together. He's like, um, and I'm like, no, let's take our time, you know, because I've been mm-hmm. single for quite some time. So I was like, no, this sounds really good. You know, I know we're, you know, attracted to each other. Then, like, after three months, he was like, well, you know, if you became pregnant, will we have a child? And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> He's ready to move in. He's ready to have a child. And I think that hurt his feelings because I didn't even show up. Like, oh, no, you set a pregnancy date. I have other things to do. Like, who does that? So, so mm-hmm. you, know what my con- you know what my concern is with the six, hearing that with the six of cups representing him? He likes to be taken care of. And so he's getting out of a situation and he's already trying to negotiate and quickly find another situation that he can move into with someone who is going to um, basically take care of him. Mm-hmm. And Emotionally, that's why I, yes. Emotionally, yeah. yes. And so, but but you, you don't need to get into a relationship with a baby. You need an adult. And well, the thing so, is, he, I think he's a he's family oriented because he has two uh, businesses. He has uh, his children from a prior relationship, so he's just mm-hmm. like a Mr. Mom. He works and you know takes care of his barbershop for day. Then he goes and does coaching with his children. Then he comes home and cooks. He's like just a family man. Mm-hmm. So he enjoys that. I don't know too many well, men that enjoy I, that. I, I think that this is just encouraging you to continue to put off any discussion about when we'll move in together, when we'll have kids, what's going to happen. Da, 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 da. None of that has to, to is really even on the table to be talked about until his divorce is final and that you are able to see that both of us are now on equal footing coming into this relationship and into the discussions about this relationship. So looking at my cards again and just like pulling a couple more, just to double click on some stuff I see, was talking about, um, I feel like, so like right now, things, he's very sweet. He's a very sweet person. And, yes, um, he is. Yes, but, it, and I think what, you're very, you're much more grounding, and you're you're good and grounding for him, and I think one of the tasks for you is to, like, keep him in the present, kind of like, kind of like what Heisey was talking about, like, 
staying, you know, not worrying about getting too much farther ahead. I think the present moment, just keeping in the present where we're at right now at these times, is because it seems like he likes to, you know, just from the way you were, you mentioned earlier, you know, the questions he was asking, he might like to live down the road a few steps, might like want, want to live in tomorrow, when are we, and, he, you know, wanting those reassurances. And I think that it's just about doing real things in the present is good. And like I think that's the, inf- the, the good thing that you bring is that you kind of, able to focus on like tonight what are we having for dinner tonight you know what are we where are we at right now i think he's very sweet and you just have to keep him in the present mode does that make sense i hope i don't i don't think i'm talking out of both sides of my mouth but you know no, i absolutely understand now what about the divorce do you see what mm-hmm. it, uh, see. yeah why were they divorced and when is that going to be complete because i've been very present you everything you guys mm-hmm. said was true i've been mm-hmm. very calm and I'm like okay they live in separate houses and everything. Um, so, I would, I would, an, I would anticipate. <laughs> um, it's not all that far off, but I would anticipate that probably the divorce will be done or we'll at least see it moving to resolution where it's like they finally have negotiated everything and now we get to start signing papers and that kind of thing. Um, By April, um, and so I I think it's still another couple of months away, Um, but I think that, that, you know, come April, towards the end of April, um, we will find that it's moving towards uh, some sort of resolution or we'll have clarity around when this is going to be done. Absolutely. I agree. I pulled a few more cards about the divorce. Um, kind of funny. So just as like a, where's the progression here? I see like the page of wands in, the, in uh, kind of in the, uh, in the present, which is sort of like in the, in a little bit of the past, which is like, it might be you just raring to go. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. The, the, the the next card for the divorce is the Seven of Cups. The Seven of Cups, it also came up earlier today, but it's um the Seven of Cups is when, like, people are not really focusing on the end of the divorce. I think they're, if they're negotiating a lot of different points or discussing a lot of different points, it just seems that they're, they're, they're no one's really, the, the two of them at this time and in, in this moment aren't really trying to, like, come to a conclusion as much as they're, they're just trying to make sure they get everything they want. The seven of cups is like just not moving forward because you're like looking at all of the different options before you and just kind of, there's a little bit of self delusion. I'm sure if you asked him if, if how he's moving on the divorce or, or I don't know, for me looking at this card, it would, it would look like he thinks he's moving forward with it. He's progressing at the, at the top speed for him. But the card I came, and it's interesting, I see that you mentioned um, April. The last card for the divorce is the sun, which is a good card. The sun is clarity. It is light. It is, this will pass. Like, this phase is a phase. Like, you, they're, they're going to go through it. They're kind of like the hemming and hawing phase, the seven of cups phase. It's all just going to be about people confused and just, and 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 daunted and not really moving forward. And it's interesting. So I, I pulled a card, like, what do you need to do at this time with the divorce? And I got the Ten of Cups, which is like super sweet and light. And actually, I was when I was throwing the cards earlier, I also got the Ten of Cups for you. So it, this one keeps coming up. Um, the Ten of Cups is just like 
it's like the puppy love. It's like it, it's like it's the romance. I would focus. I really wouldn't try to bring up the divorce too terribly much. It looks like it's going to take a while to resolve, and then it will be it will be resolved and resolved, resolved. Like the the, the sun card is all about clarity and finally and coming out of darkness. So that will happen. There's not really a part for you to play in that. I think that just keeping things sweet and light is like the thing to do. I know that's not like a very helpful thing to say. I wish I could <laughs> say like, you know, here's what no, you need to do. Live. Here's the game plan. Well, and uh, and I'll add to that that just based on those cards as well. I bet that uh, April is probably when there will be a light at the end of the tunnel where there'll be a sense of, okay, now we know when this is going to be done. And I, I, based on the cards Charlie got, I would say probably around July. Um, the sun would be summer solstice, which would be June 20th. The seven of cups would be the seventh month. So I would say that probably July is when it would be finalized. But um, April-ish is probably when you will get some sort of indication that that's the timeline for when it's going to be done. Absolutely, because they both have businesses. Um, he has a barbershop and she has a beauty parlor. So that's what they were. Like I said, they live totally separate. Um, I'm with him all the time, but it's the money part. I'm like, okay. And that's why I didn't get involved because I don't know who gave who money to invest. And that's where the ugliness is getting in. So I really, you know, have never been in a situation like this. So you're right about being light and sweet, but you're right. They probably are just like dragging their feet about it because they live in separate places and they know. Yeah. And so I'm just going to give you something to help you um, from yeah. an herbal ally <laughs> to help you, um, which are fennel seeds. So um, one, I would encourage you to get a little pouch and carry some fennel seeds around with you at all times. Uh, and two, um, whenever you feel like it, you know, especially when you're feeling um, when you feel like the, the situation is getting a little bit heavy. Uh, and you want to kind of bring some of that lightness back just to how you feel in the situation, you know, eat a little bit of fennel seeds. Um, oh, absolutely. Fennel seeds. Okay. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> um, they're, they're really good for kind of clearing away things that are hard to digest and clearing away heaviness in order to bring back a, a sense of feeling a bit lighter, a feeling of like, okay, I can enjoy this. Uh, and, and not get too serious about it um, and also help to come back to saying, you know, I'm participating in this the best way I can. I don't need to do more. It's up to the other person to meet me halfway rather than for me to try to step over and meet them all the way where they need. But did I hurt his feelings when I didn't want to move in that fast? Because he just was so gung ho And I'm like, no, I don't want a kid right now. I don't. I guess he thought I was going to leave him. Well, he's like, oh, well, he's like no. The mm-hmm. the thing is, though, this is where I go back to not compromising. You don't have to worry about whether that hurt his feelings because if you don't, you know, if you need to wait, he has to respect that. He can't just get everything in the way and in the timeline that he wants. So if he's going to get mm-hmm. upset that you don't just say yes all the time to whatever he asks, then that's a good indication about what we need to maybe consider regarding the relationship itself. But him getting upset. I mean, I don't think anything here has said that we've had an indication that he's ready to just run away from the relationship. So I don't think you've upset him, you know, in that way or to that point, but you also don't need to worry about uh, whether that upsets him just because you gave an honest answer. Yeah. Um, with him with that, 
I'm just, I'm just going back to that five of coins, four of coins. He just needs to be grounded. I think it's okay to, I don't, yeah, I, I don't, like I see said, I don't see like, gosh, his feelings are so wounded that he's not, he's going to try and leave the, to me, it just, it, it's good that you bring him into focus and bring him into what, what, what is and what is, what is present. And, and it's okay for you to do that. And he needs a bit of that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And just, well, did, he, and just well, be, did he want another child? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. He does. He does want another child. Whether well, does he want one with me or just in general? Um, I, I think I think it's more in general that okay. he, you know, but part of it is because that five of pentacles that came up for Charlie and the six of cups that came up here, both representing him. Um, I would also really watch there can be codependency issues. And I, I would worry that he sees having a kid as the way to to ignore other issues in his life. It's like suddenly I can put my attention and focus on a kid and therefore not have to focus on other issues. It's kind of like when somebody has a kid to save a relationship and uh-huh. it's like, you know, that's not going to work. Um, uh-huh. So, so, you know, he does want another kid. I don't know if he really wants another kid for the healthiest of reasons. Uh-huh. Um, but that just means you stay true to yourself. You uh-huh. don't have to compromise and just give in to what he's wanting and if he can't accept the fact that he, uh, of seeing you as an equal and that you also get to have just as equal of a say and your no is just as important as his desire, then we would start to question the relationship in general. Um, but to answer your question, yes, he does want another kid, but I don't think it's for the healthiest of reasons. And so I think you sticking to your guns and not being swayed into something, whether it's moving in together, having a kid, whatever, that's the important part. That's that devil coming up. It's like, don't be tempted to give in to what somebody else is trying to influence or convince you to do or to accept. Yeah. Why, well, why did he get divorced? Well, uh, because there's no love left. <laughs> the lover's card came yeah. up reversed for that question. So, you know, okay. sometimes people grow in separate directions. It's like maybe they were in love at one point, but they grew in different ways. They're going their separate ways. So it's just time for them to, to diverge paths and, and find their own ways rather than continue on a path together. Yeah, yes. I just want to okay. add that. That's so funny that the lover's reverse came up for you, I see. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like the absolute answer to that question. Like, um, to me, like, just like the, the lover's reverse, like, so when the lovers is upright, it's two people come together and make a greater whole. And when it's reversed, it's just like that's no longer the case. Like it's just the two of them aren't working anymore. So it was it, it there wasn't something you know. And to me, that doesn't look like anything intrinsically wrong with him. Oops, I'm not I'm dropping things. It just represents that like the two of them, it was no longer uh, like they, they weren't working together anymore. Does that make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you for well, calling in today. Thank you. How do we reach both of you outside of this reading? You are awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I'll I can speak for me. You can find me at tarotbyhighc.net, or you can email me highc at tarotbyhighc.net, or you can find me on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com/tarothighc, and uh, you can send me a message that way as well. Sure. And I'm uh, actually uh, tarotbycharles at gmail.com. Oh, thank you so much. Right on. Good luck to you, my dear. Thank you. Yes. And enjoy the snow. 
<laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, area code 908, you better be ready. Because as soon as we come back, we're coming to you live on the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E call-in show, fourth Sundays of each month. With your Firefly Willows L-I-V-E hosts on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. And my name is Hi C, host of Revolution on the second Sundays. And I am joined this month by my co-host for the call-in show, Charlie Harrington, who is also co-host of the Amos Historical on the second Tuesdays of each month. Hello. And we were going to go to someone calling from area code 908, but I'm wondering if they may have some of the same connection issues because they were here and then they went away. And then they came back and then they went away. Um, so I don't know if Sounds like me. some connection. I can relate well. to that. I have commitment issues myself. <laughs> um, so if they are able to connect back in the next couple of minutes, we'll, of course, be happy to to have them join us and do a reading for them. Um Otherwise, Charlie, I think that while we wait to give them a chance to reconnect if they are having some issues, um, 
what would you like to do? Would you like to pull a card for the month of February for people? Would you like sure. to look at a celebrity of some sort that is weighing wow. heavily upon your mind? <laughs> well, wow, I was supposed to weighing heavily on other parts of me. But um, now let's see. see. Uh, is there a is there a celebrity crisis? Like we seem to not have any calamities they're or all, scandals. They're all at the just moment. dying. They're all done. I mean, okay, hang on. <laughs> David Bowie, where are you? I'm going to pull one card for David Bowie's message to us. David Bowie is telling me, oh, the Knight of Wands. Okay, Knight of Wands feels very Ziggy Stardust, doesn't it? <laughs> kind of like fall to earth and, and uh, no. So he's actually, actually, it's so, so funny. I saw a Facebook post that was um, uh, the week that David Bowie dies, a new planet. <laughs> <laughs> discovered in our solar system. I don't need to read your science article. And I thought that was a lovely meme. But um, Knight of Wands, David Bowie is marching fearlessly into his next uh, existence and is a uh, a fiery bolt of light. So uh, if you see a comet <laughs> or a shooting star, that might be David Bowie. All right, that's my... But okay, do you want to pull a card for um, Valentine's Day coming up? Or is that that is that is that very minim, is that well, minimalizing I think like people they, in relationship? It looks, like, it looks like area code nine zero eight has been able to reconnect. Oh, um, well, so anyway. perhaps we'll we'll grab them while they're able to be connected. Oh, thank goodness. This this Mercury hello. retrograde obviously is playing tricks with people. Um, no. Hello. <laughs> hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. Uh, no, what's your the name? phone has disconnected. Someone. Oh well, that but that's a very Mercury retrograde thing. Um, so, uh, what, what's your name and where are you calling from? Someone calling from New Jersey. Oh, from New Jersey. Another New Jersey person. We hear you're right buried on. under snow. Yes. Uh, I'm out here shoveling now. Oh. Oh, yeah, As be careful I speak. With that. I know. <laughs> um, what, is it, what is it that we could look at for you? Oh, about my boyfriend, Kerr. What's the odd relationship? Oh, shoot. Allow us a moment to to okay. uh, shuffle our cards. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I think the mic went out for me a little bit. You said it's for your boyfriend? Yeah. What was the question? The relationship. Oh, the relationship scene. Okay, hang on one second. All right. Um, well, I will say if you've if you heard some of the previous caller, you may hear some echoes of some of the same things here. Um okay. because the card that came up for the relationship between the two of you for me is the Four of Wands reverse. Uh, now that can say it's, it's interesting. So, are you married? No. And how long have you been together? A year. And are you hoping for or wanting to see this lead to some serious, committed marriage, whatever that would mean for you? Yes. All of them. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, 
I wouldn't be in a rush to move it in that direction. If you heard before, Four of Wands actually traditionally is a card that represents marriage, and the reversal of it could say we may not be heading towards that kind of celebration anytime soon. Um, it also means that we need to get everybody on board. Now, what's interesting to me is the card that came for you is mm-hmm. the the Ten of Cups. And the card that came up for the person you're in a relationship with, the Five of Cups reverse. So that in so, so if we think of the suits, they go in through ten, and the suit uh-huh. of cups. You both have cards coming from the suit of cups. However, yours mm-hmm. is ten, which is at the end of the suit, um, and the card for your partner is halfway through. So it shows us that your partner may not be quite all the way as far as you are in terms of commitment to the relationship or what they're looking for from this relationship. Um, So you may have to have a little patience and allow them to catch up. And um, you may also need to not get carried away with expectations about where you see this going. Now, sometimes that could just mean I want this to happen, you know, in a month versus I'm going to just chill and not worry about when it's going to happen. You can still hope for it to move in the direction of, say, marriage or something like that. We let go of when that might happen. I would say because the five of cups reversed for this other person, we don't want to get into a situation with someone who isn't as committed or isn't as far along in what they're wanting or looking for or willing to put into a relationship as we are. Um, so I, I, I want you to take your time with this and this is the right thing to see if they actually where you are regarding your commitment to the relationship and how you feel in the relationship um, uh-huh. versus thinking, well, maybe if we get married, then he'll get there, kind of. Hello? Hello? Okay. So, hello? 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 I couldn't hear you. Okay. What? I'm here. Hello. Sorry, it keeps going in and out for me. I but, just um, don't keep going in and out. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so oh. I don't know if it's Skype or or well, why, but... uh, if you don't hear everything, we're going to go ahead and and do finish the reading for you. But you can always mm-hmm. go back and listen to the archives to hear the whole reading later. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, All like, right. so okay. for me, oh, sorry, were you still going? I see. I thought you were. No, no, no. Go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead. Yeah. So for me, okay. Uh, the past with you guys was the I see. We see the four of cups. So like. There's been some time of waiting for something to change. There's been some time for you of waiting for some part of this relationship to to be, just become better on its own, and there's been a, a bit of a waiting game on your part. Uh-huh. But the uh-huh. present, the three of swords came up as the present card for you guys, so it gets better. But So it just looks like at this moment and at the present time with you guys, there might have been something that hurt you. There might have yeah. been something that like really hurt your feelings. The three of swords is when, like, be daggers driven into your heart, and it just feels like a sense of betrayal. So, does it, yes. you know, just tell me what it was, but do you relate to the idea that he did something that really hurt your feelings and betrayed you? Yes. Okay. Um, so, the future card is the Hierophant for me, and for me, that, that future card is like the Hierophant is like he's like the, the teacher, the 
wise teacher. He's about about um, listening to your truest and highest self. So for me, um, if something was done that that really hurt your your feelings, yeah. uh, and this also could be like a religion if you um, if you have like a pastor or a minister you talk to, maybe speaking with them about this. But also, um, the hierophant it just represents like doing what you know is. is Right, and what should be done for you at this time, as opposed to hating or tolerating anything more from him. That um, that that on and the other card that came up is the um, page of pentacles, which is a card of or page it's like the page of coins. I think it's time in this relationship. Some there has to be some strict, strong change, and there has to be something done to alter the way things have been been going. So there needs to be a fresh start. It can know whatever happened that was painful, that that has to be understood that that was wrong and that can't happen again. And then the hierophant is if you know within your heart of hearts that you deserve better, if you des- you know within your heart of hearts that you deserve to be treated that, that that what what was done was very wrong. I do think that moving on from this relationship and listening to your higher self and listening to the the, the part of you that's telling you like you know this isn't right might be the op, uh, the option to kind of leave behind. Like Whoever well, you talking to, you need to send him back. Oh, he's coming to help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where you got Happy, but to me, the hierophant in the future, it's like he's like the pope, the high priest. He's like the the wise, you have to like listen to your inner wise woman about this and ask like, what needs to happen for your greatest and highest good? What what needs to happen as opposed to like keep the relationship going? Oh, okay. And the the, the, the one other thing, the one other thing I'm going to say is don't get pregnant with this person. You got that? <laughs> because okay. the 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 card that came up for him with the five of cups in the deck I'm using, the image shows a pregnant woman in a cemetery. And mm-hmm. that okay. next to the defense. four of wands reversed says mm-hmm. that if you get pregnant, he's going to be out of there. Oh, you know, okay. if you think if you think if we get if you know if I get pregnant and that means he'll marry me, then the mm-hmm. cards here say yeah. If you get pregnant, then he's gonna be like yeah, I'm not dealing with that, and he'll be out of there. So don't get pregnant or don't think that that's somehow a way to win the in the heart of the person, or that that's going to somehow make the relationship stronger or that's going to move towards marriage in some way because um you're you're going to basically be left holding the baby while mm-hmm. you mourn while you mourn him being no longer in the picture. So okay. I just wanted to toss that in too because the imagery here is very specific. <laughs> oh, okay. All, All right. right. No problem. All right. All right. Well thanks for calling in. Okay, thank you. And and good luck with the shoveling. <laughs> hey, you hear me breathing. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bye bye. Okay. Uh, well, Charlie, it looks like we have one more person to bring our show to a close. Uh, and that is going to be someone calling from area code 253. Are you there, area code 253? Yes, I am. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name's Holly. And I'm calling from Seattle. From Seattle. Well, welcome. What is it that... Your house is quiet. (laughs) 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 Uh, um, What is it that you'd like for us to look at for you? Um, 
Maybe it's good. Is there a new man coming this year? Is that okay to ask or something else? No, no, that's fine. That's good. Uh, that's your question. And, uh, and what's the day and month of your birth? 1025. 1025. All right. If there's a moment of silence, it's not because someone has died. It's because we're shuffling our cards. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is there a new man coming this year was the question. Um, so I'll start off by... It's not looking like it, and I'll talk, I'll talk a little bit about why. But um, So the Five of Cups is in the past. So the Five of Cups is something happened that really disappointed you. The Five of Cups is like the person with the three cups knocked over and the two upright, and... Looks like in the in the recent in the in the past, romantically there has just been some serious struggle and some heartache around that. And yeah. what's interesting, um, so the five of cups that represent okay, and and the kind of the the theme of the rest of the reading is that, and you can tell me if if this is off base, but it looks like heartache sometimes. It's causing you to make choices that are not for your greatest and highest good. Well, that's, okay, that's a bit new agey. Making, doing things you know that you, you know, or being with people you know that you shouldn't be with, but because you just want something to work. Is that crazy talk, or how are you? How do you feel about that statement? Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Okay, I think I'm being kind of garbled about this. So, so the Five of Cups, it just represents for me in this reading at this time that there's just been a long time of there's been a long time of focusing on how things haven't worked and there's yeah. fear about that. So the justice card is what came up in the present um for you and the justice card is that suggests it's time for you to take action. Cause you meant the way you asked it is like is there a new man coming into your life? So it kind of it suggests just the way you asked it, it sounds a little bit passive like um you know uh, yeah. Just sort of waiting for him to come along, and yeah. the, um, uh, waiting for like the sign, waiting for the person that you know is right. Kind of like you, know, you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? There you go. You ever watch the show How I Met Your Mother? No. I don't know. Oh no. Okay. Well, there's a character who's always waiting for Mrs. Right to come along. And now the future card. It's a challenging one. It's the Eight of Cups, and the Eight of Cups is a card of moving on, and it's not a card that sort of says splashy romance um uh in the future. Now there we're not we're not done yet. There's one more card to talk about, but about this card, it, it kinda represents leaving behind this idea that you need to wait for that person as opposed oh. to you taking action and I don't know if you do any kind of um online dating or online if you're no. on any online forums. I think that it would be great for you with a justice card in the center. Um, and one more card I'll tell you about in a second. I think that that will be a good option for you, and we'll talk about why. So the card that represents what do you need to do right now? What is the thing for your greatest and highest good? Oh, I keep throwing that out there. For for you to do romantically is the Page of Coins, the Page of Pentacles, which is the card of um, 
starting to do the work yourself. So this is, for me, the thing that most leaps out is creating a dating profile and then messaging people on there. I know, so from just from, from looking at the spread and looking at, um, and the way the question was asked, I know that would be a big leap, but um, I think that that is what is going to be great for you. Something like OkCupid, where there's actually a very high degree of success for um, ladies who are willing to make the make the first move and message a guy. Just the uh, justice at the center of the reading, which is like the here and now. Justice says, um, "What you put out, you will get back." which has not happened in the past. Like, like you've been very open for love in the past and with the five of cups there, it just looks like you haven't gotten that back in return. You have been open to love and have not yeah. received love from other people. So justice is taking things into your own hands. And I know this sounds scary. Um, my advice, this, this isn't coming from the tarot, this is just coming from online dating knowledge, is to have a friend come over, like a girlfriend come over, Share a bottle of wine and then write it together um, because it's very hard for people to talk about ourselves. Um, but sometimes a friend can help. And then you, then once that's out there, you're still not done. Not creating the profile and waiting for someone to click on it. According to this reading, I still see it's actually going to more success will come from you messaging, making making the move and messaging people or whatever. You know, different sites have different mechanisms like liking someone or some, winking at someone. But for winking, um, but the the page of coins is the person who starts to build something for themselves, and and they're very practical. So I think that creating, I I don't see, and you said so. Twenty sixteen for the five to the eight of cups. I don't see someone coming in. I see you actually pursuing. How do you relate yeah. to that idea? Well, my my neighbor is in the next building. Mm-hmm. And his cousin was murdered by online dating, and that's just so close to home. So online dating scares me. I can understand that, and I, I, there are, you might there there are articles that have been written about how to date online safely, and it might not be online dating. Um, if okay, so if online dating is off the table, and I, I do think that still it, uh, an option, um. Put the the page of Pentacles. If you have a very helpful friend um, that you can ask to kind of help you out in the situation, the page of Pentacles are very. They can be like the helpful kind of character. Um, they another uh, way for this to work. It, basically, the, the the main thing is that it has to be effort on your part. Um, yeah. The page of. So if you have a young, practical friend could help you by, you know, kind of checking out their friend network. That's a possibility. But there are ways to date safely online. It's very popular. So I understand, I hear you, that it's for you right now. It sounds like it's not an option. But it's I, just scary. Yeah, no, it was their third date. and then. Uh, oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> I, it's all over third, news. Ugh. So that can be hard to get past, but millions of people do use it to success. But I hear you when... when you know, your your approach to that. So, um, I mean, one approach might be to create the profile and then just, just, no, we won't go down that road. Um, Page of Pentacles, there's someone who can help you. There's someone young and practical who can help um, okay. you in this 
but it um there you you have to ask them for the help um and then uh, things might start coming in after that so that's my interpretation hi see what do you see justice and uh, the page of pentacles where do you see like their intersection well first i think the justice card intersects with the first card that came up for me which is the emperor um hmm. both of those have a lot to do with balance or coming back into balance and stability um, and what I would say is you need to come back to a place where you feel as if relationships are possible and that finding someone who is emotionally available and also is willing to see you, acknowledge you, accept you is possible. Um, and what I'm going, so your year, your card for this year is, and when I say year, it's birthday to birthday, so think of age as the year. Um, mm-hmm. Your card for this year is the chariot card. So one thing that that says, there, there's a lot here, because I have the king of cups, and then I have the knight of cups. You know, there's a lot to indicate that relationship is possible and that there's mm-hmm. likely something coming fairly soon. But it's the idea that it's not necessarily things that are meant to last at this moment. We just need you to start it's like getting your feet wet again yeah. and, and being reminded that, wow, there are actually people out there that are, you know, nice, that are available, that are uh, that, that like me, you know. Um, so and and a chariot year is very proactive. So it does certainly reiterate what Charlie was saying with being more proactive and making it happen. Now, I I perfectly understand the hesitancy around the online dating thing. So that's fine. What I would say is we want things that, that move quickly. So, you know, it'd be like going to a speed dating kind of evening um, or some sort of um, event where there's an opportunity for a lot of people to come together and meet each other in a very relatively short period of time. Um, This can also indicate, this is kind of like the shipboard romance. So it says, also, um, this is a great year for you to travel. So maybe specifically plan travel to some place where you would be interested in meeting people or would have the opportunity to meet people. Um, And if you are traveling, pay attention to who you meet. Be willing to have that, you know, five-day fling. Um, and even if you're not traveling, on the one hand, it could also say pay attention to people you meet who are traveling, which may not bode well for any sort of long-term thing, but could be fun for the short amount of time that they're here, whether it's for a weekend, one night, a week, you know, whatever it is. But just take advantage of those opportunities um, because those are going to help start to remind you of the possibility and to start getting the juices flowing again. Um, I would certainly anticipate that within the next three months, that kind of opportunity is going to be there. Um, And we want you to be open to the idea rather than closed off like, well, no, I'm not going to invest in something that's short term. I'm just going to wait around for something that's long term. You know, just be open to the idea, be receptive to what something has to offer, regardless of how short or how long it is. And the the. The long-term card here for me is the Nine of Swords reversed. That's actually nice to see because it says, I'm not worried about the long-term prospects for you. But what we have to do is we have to start wading into the waters again, getting our feet wet, like I said. And even if that means we're in and out of things fairly quickly 
for a, a short period of time, um, then that's going to start stimulating the energy around. And, you know, it's kind of like when somebody says, um, wow, I, you know, I, I went three years without meeting anybody or having a date. And then as soon as I got into a relationship, it seemed like 10 other people all wanted to go out with me too. And then I was off the market, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we would see here. If we can get the energy stimulated, the more you kind of do that, the more that it seems like it's going to start going from drought to a sprinkle to a heavy <laughs> thunderstorm. Um, and the cherry card is very quick, so we'll probably see that progression happen re- fairly quickly. Uh, it's just a matter of you getting out there and stimulating that by by putting yourself in the right places, by going to events, by doing things that are going to help to push the accelerator to get that energy moving forward. But very quickly, it'll start to take on its own momentum as long as you're the one who has stepped on the accelerator initially. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but somebody didn't invite me to a trip in three months, so that's right on the money. Well, then I would encourage you to say yes. <laughs> yeah. And I would uh, also remain very conscientious about um, being open to meeting people while traveling. Because some people will go uh-huh. and they'll not even put an effort in because they think, well, I don't want to meet somebody that I'm just going to see for three, you know, three days while I'm here or whatever. It's like be open to doing that, put a particular emphasis on that. Um, if you wanted, I could give you a suggestion on something you can do kind of magically in order to help enhance that. (laughs) Um, and, and it's very easy. I would just, I would get a a pink candle. Uh Actually, let's, actually, let's get you a yellow candle. We're going to make you the attracting force here. So just get a yellow candle. And Uh do you know what it is? If I say dressing a candle, do you know what that means? No. So dressing a candle just means putting um, uh, like herbs or oils or something on a candle. So uh, get a candle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So get a candle uh, and carve your name in it. And um, we're not going to worry about, well, so... Why don't you, so first get cinnamon, just regular uh-huh. old cinnamon, <laughs> yeah. and and then let's get, um, let me think, I'm trying to think of something that would be easy for you to get. Do, do you have a good herb store around you anywhere uh, that you, that uh, you know I of? Probably downtown <laughs> Seattle, but I can look. Anna. Um, okay. So... Um, well, then let's just do olive oil because olive oil is good for just a general sense of abundance and, and that kind of thing. So um, you take a little bit of olive oil after you've carved your name in the candle, take a little bit of olive oil and rub it all around the outside of the oil, uh, outside of the candle, and then mm-hmm. roll the candle in the cinnamon. Oh. Um, and that means then so the cinnamon will stick to the candle. Yeah. Um and then, you know, put that candle someplace. Now, come up with some words that you want to say, because I want you to say this whenever you light the candle. Um, and just say, may uh, passion, uh, it, it would be saying something like, you can come up with your own words, but it's like saying, yeah. may passion, love, and romance um, come my way quickly and easily. Okay. 
you know, so whatever that is, however you want to say that, but you'd say that as you light the candle. Um, and I would especially do this. Uh, well, okay. So why don't you do this every Friday, especially leading oh, okay. up to this trip that you're going to be doing. Yeah. So do this every Friday because Venus is the, the planet for Friday, which is the planet of love. Um, so that day tends to be energized for love. So do this every Friday um, all the way up until you go on that trip. And it doesn't just okay. mean it's going to do it for that trip because it probably will start to stimulate things even before that. But yeah. we're kind of doing it within this time period right now of leading up to that. And what we're trying to do is we're we're creating you. You're almost becoming like a sun S-U-N, that starts to radiate out this energy that says, I am receptive to whatever you have to offer. And then like moths to a flame, they will be attracted to whatever it is that you're putting out saying you're receptive to. Okay. So we're we're not only helping to stimulate that, but then we also want you to be thinking about what am I putting out? You know, is the energy I'm putting out something that feels very hesitant, closed off, guarded, or is it something that I'm putting out that says, come over here, you know, with a little wiggle of a finger, wiggle of a butt, (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, you know, so that's, that's what I'm going to suggest. Um, And and this isn't, you know, this isn't really about with a, a yellow candle and with the cinnamon and all of that, we're not really focusing on trying to draw in love of a lifetime. What we're trying to do is we're trying to really stimulate the energy of attraction, get the juices flowing so that we can start to get you back to a place of feeling like it's possible. And now I can be more confident going out, starting to look for what I really want for something more long term. But we're not going to worry about the long term just yet. Okay. I'm definitely going to try it. Excellent. (laughs) Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Okay, and thank you both. I forgot the other guy's name. Charlie. Oh, good. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> okay, you guys have a nice day. All right, Bye. you too. And enjoy right. enjoy your, okay. your fun. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Well, Charlie, that was a perfect (laughs) reading to end on leading into the month of love with Valentine's Day and stuff. So that was very nice. Um, Thank you for joining us here today to help co-host our monthly call-in show. Sure. Love to. It was really fun. And uh, we will wish everyone out there an amazing day of blessings and surprises around every corner. And thank you for the people who called in. And I'll remind you that you can always listen to previous shows, or if you got a reading and need to listen back, you can do so in the archives here on Blog Talk. Or you can call, uh, no, no, I don't want you to call, my goodness. Uh, you can listen here on Blog Talk, or you can go to iTunes um, and just uh, search for Firefly Willows or the name of any of the shows. It'll come right up for you to also listen to there. So we will look forward, actually, next Sunday, we have a special fifth Sunday of the month, which means a second call-in show for the month. And we will look forward to hopefully having you join us for that, as well as the other shows that are airing throughout the month here on our channel. So until then, enjoy. 
thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows L-I-V-E on-air readings broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.